If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest Editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, uh, Matthew Wright had a tough start a couple of weeks ago against New Orleans, and uh, he missed two field goals, but you stuck with him. And then he rebounded in last Sunday's game by going three for three. Uh, Was your patience with him based on a belief in him or on the fact he had to be on the 53-man roster for three weeks anyway because you signed him off Kansas City's practice? We did business with him initially because of belief in him, and that didn't change based on what transpired in that one stadium. Um, He's been in camp with us before. He's been through an offseason and preseason and so forth. Um, We've called on him. Um, in, in regular season play. Uh, he was 21 or 24 in Jacksonville last year in varsity action. Um, he's plus 50 in varsity action already this year. And so um, he's a starter capable kicker in this league, and we were really fortunate that he was available to us uh, in the capacity that we have him in. And so uh, wasn't a lot of discussion about um, exercising patience or what have you. So, based on his time with you, he showed you that he had the uh, kind of mental makeup to bounce back from a bad game? Yes. When you were asked recently about areas in which George Pickens has grown as an NFL receiver, you mentioned nuances of the game. What do you mean by nuances of the game? The things outside of specific skills relative to the position, um, the understanding component of the game. Uh, understanding and diagnosing coverage and being able to apply that to route running. Um, Zones, mans, being able to sit down in open spaces and make yourself an attractive target uh, for a quarterback. Um, There's a lot that goes uh, to playing a position other than the specific skills relative to the position. Obviously, he can run, he can jump, he can catch. He's got ridiculous body control, but the understanding component is an area that, that all young guys can really experience a great deal of growth in and, and rather ri- rapidly, I might add, and, and he appears to be doing those things. What are the qualities or characteristics of a good red zone defense? That you don't give up known issues, um, that you defend global high-frequency concepts, that you defend the hot spots on the field. Uh, obviously, you're stingy against a run. And I probably should have said that first, but in our business it kind of goes without saying. Uh, if you can have a good red zone defense, people aren't running it into the end zone on you. They have to assume risk in order to score points. And a quarterback turning and handing the ball to a running back is minimal risk from an offensive perspective. I want people to have to run routes. I want people to have to protect. I want people to have to throw it. So smashing the run is the number one component. 
And then it's the high-frequency concepts and the hot spots on the field. What are the hot spots on the field? The pylon areas, again, because why are the pylon areas the hottest spots on the field? Because that's the least amount of risk. Either you're usually completing balls at or on the pylon or they're out of bounds and no one's catching them. And, and so the risk component of it uh, is a component of the discussion if you talk about red zone or red zone defense. Uh, in the NFL, when that, a defense chooses to double cover a receiver, what does that look like first for the player and then for the quarterback? It depends on how they choose to do it. Um, they could be same level double teams, meaning people on or around the line of scrimmage, in and out in someone. Um, taking them inside or outside. It could be a high-low double team where someone's on the line of scrimmage, but there's a safety over the top. Um, There's so many ways to double and minimize a guy. Um, They could be zone doubles or man doubles. And so they're capable of looking dramatically different to the receiver and to the quarterback. And, And really, when you're talking about guys that are deserving of double teams, you better have a nice arsenal to mix it up and to minimize them. But different type of threats require different type of double teams. Uh, a third down chain mover like Mike Pittman, for example, we're playing this weekend, he might require in and out. A deep ball threat like Pierce, who plays for them as well, might require a high-low double. And so the conversations are ongoing. Um, there's man doubles. There's zone doubles. There's same-level doubles. There are high-low doubles. Um, but you really can't – all of them work individually because of the collective, the mix um, because you're playing that visual game with the receiver and the quarterback. Uh, what has Larry Ogunjobi added to the defensive line this year? Man, he is a veteran starter capable guy. Uh, he's a global starter, and, and uh, his resume says that, and uh, his play says that as well. Um, he's familiar with the North, obviously playing in Cleveland and Cincinnati, um, but that steady veteran presence and in, in the play that goes with it, first and foremost. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Is Ogunjobi the kind of player you would have interest in doing business with beyond this season? There's not a guy in our program, past or present, that we do one-year business with that we're not looking at in that way. Um, You know, we realize these relationships have to be unique if we want special results. And so we're not a -a rent-a-guy type of a group, even if we are in a -a rent-a-guy type of relationship. We're always renting to own, if you will. So um, is he – what has he done for Cam Hayward? His presence, I mean. You know, he, he's a he's a starter-capable guy. I'd imagine he minimizes some of the attention that, that Cam gets. I know um, when we were minus two of a year ago, Dan uh, Cam saw a lot of double teams and passing circumstances. There was no question which way the center was going um, from a protection standpoint in our four-man rush, if you will, and things of that nature. But I think oftentimes talking about what somebody provides, somebody else is overblown, to be quite honest with you. Um, if your tape is hot enough, if you make enough plays um, and you garner enough attention, that's the type of help that, that capable other players need. A final word from Coach Tomlin in a moment as we count down to kickoff, brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers on the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network.
Colts running back Jonathan Taylor, 41st overall pick of the 2020 NFL Draft a few years ago. So what do you remember about him from draft prep that year? Um, Splash playmaking, uh, his ability to be a home run hitter. I I thought that that was the distinguishing trait, if you will, on his profile video. Um, The amount of long runs, the way he could turn short to long, a third and one to turn into a 60-yard play, uh, and the consistency at which it happened. And obviously the level of competition that he did it against in the Big Ten, in in the style of play, the responsibility that comes with being a Wisconsin running back. I think everybody in the stadium knows uh, that you're the center uh, of attention and the feature of their attack, and he wore it well and, and, and produced splash. Well, as you mentioned, he attended uh, Wisconsin where he played his college football, and that is a school that gives its feature back a lot of carries historically. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 926 carries during his three seasons there. Uh, from an NFL perspective, is there a number of carries that becomes a concern when drafting a college running back? No, um, I think the only time you're looking at number of carries is when you're already talking about some pre-existing medical. Um, if they're ter- if they're toting a certain amount of wear and tear, his medical things were pretty clean, and so it didn't lead you to to question those things. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is a similar discussion. I think Le'Veon probably had you know 900 carries in three years uh, at Michigan State, but had a clean bill of health, and so it was not that much of a discussion. Uh, it's when they toted a lot, coupled with an injury history, that you start analyzing that component of it. A couple of former Steelers that you coached, uh, James Harrison and Heinz Ward, are both semifinalists this year for the for election to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, you and I have talked previously about Heinz and why you believe he's worthy of a gold jacket. Uh, what about James? <laughs> James, James, you know, James is legendary. Um, he's Hall, Hall of Fame worthy. Um, ask anyone that was playing in the National Football League at that time. Um, anytime a guy is involved potentially directly or indirectly with the changing of playing rules, that's significant. In the ways that Mel Blunt changed uh, the way of the passing game when he was on his game, uh, you ask anybody who's playing in the National Football League at that time, and James Harrison is probably directly res- uh, responsible for the player safety initiative. And and so advancements in the game for the betterment of all parties involved is a good thing, but, but the men behind it, um, the guys that kind of are involved in change are special people. And, and no question, his style of play, uh, what he was physically capable of doing, his demeanor, his reputation are legendary. You had Harrison in the starting lineup as an outside linebacker for the 2007 regular season opener. That was your first year here uh, as the Steelers coach, and it was the first year that James Harrison was uh, a starter. Uh, Did you know about him before you got this job, or what did you see from him that summer to make you believe that, hey, this guy is uh, a real starting NFL outside linebacker? I did. I did know about him, but you know, it's my job to know about him. Uh, I was a D coordinator in the NFL at that time, and I and I remember specifically um, maybe 05, um, or 05, maybe he was a, a question mark of whether or not he was going to make the roster, and those guys with distinguishing traits that are question marks, maybe the totality of their game isn't ready, but a component of their game is. Those of us that are in this business, we know who those guys are. Um, those are the guys you, 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 you keep an eye on. Um, 
and follow their development or lack thereof or an opportunity maybe to work with them. And he was in that small collection of guys um, that you knew there were certain aspects of his game that was really varsity. And um, if you're not working with him directly, maybe you don't know what's slowing down progress, but you do know what's really good. And, and, and I knew he didn't lose physical confrontations. And as a matter of fact, he welcomed them. So is that the component? You said that you sometimes the totality of his performance isn't it's what's holding him back from being a starter, but there are components in it that indicate that he is varsity. What what were the components for James <laughs> Harrison? His uh his willingness to engage, uh his willingness to to combat people, um the the butt kicking component of this game will never go away. Um it's above schematics. It's, it's above the evolution, quote-unquote, evolution of the game. You get a bunch of tough guys um, that, that don't lose one-on-one battles. Uh, you got a chance to have a good football team, and he really exemplifies that, that, that analogy. In your experience, I mean, you had some tough guys in Tampa. You know, um, it was James Harrison. I haven't been around a football up. player um, that I can definitively say is tougher than James Harrison. Uh, maybe we can have conversations about people that you would say might be as tough as, um, but there are zero people. When, when when I think about toughness and who I've been exposed to, um, the poster boy is James Harrison. That's the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Subscribe and download new episodes every week and check out all of the other shows we have to offer on the Steelers Podcast Network that's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.